Hello, hello, hello to everyone, new listeners and returning fans. Maybe fan is presumptuous, but I'm going with it. You are listening to the Kick-Ass Life Project podcast, where I talk about all things sassy, sexy, and strong for women who want to love their body and their life at the same fucking time. For the purposes of this podcast, my name is Kate. And regardless of what you call me, I'm a personal trainer who believes that women deserve to know more about how their hormones interact with their fitness and nutritional needs. And I'm a trauma-informed counselor for women who want to live happily even after through movement and mental health. This episode is about something that makes me have to work really hard on my emotion regulation skills. Stretching. Now, before you run away screaming because stretching is so boring. A, I kind of agree with you. It is mind-numbingly boring to stretch sometimes. And B, I'm going to rant. So, you know, drama, heightened emotions, strong opinions might not be such a boring episode after all. To be clear, I am not against stretching. I am extremely pro-stretching, and I will get to that. But my pet peeve around it is that the fitness world is extremely hypocritical around its attempt to convince you to stretch more. Now, P.S., I would love to be proven wrong about the following rant, so please do send in your exceptions to the rule, and please do leave a note in the suggestion box at your own gym if you find yourself listening and thinking, oh my god, she's right, and this is not okay. Gyms, fitness instructors, all corners of the interwebs, even doctors, and probably even your local ice cream store vendor, they're going to tell you that stretching equals good things for your body. Now, I'm going to go off on a side note squirrel detour already here. There are different kinds of stretches, and mobility is different than flexibility, and it is important to do each one at the right time and place, but this is not the episode I'm going to talk about all that stuff. So, every gym in the world will tell you to stretch, and that stretching is just as important as cardio and weights. Some might even tell you it is more important, for reasons that I'll get to a little bit later. Have patience, the boring stuff will happen. But right now, I want to ask you to picture a gym. Even if you've never been in one, I'm sure you've seen pictures. So visualize it. What do you see? And P.S. again, if you are driving, operating heavy machinery, caring for toddlers, doing anything that requires you to focus on the task at hand, please do this visualization with caution. That's my disclaimer, blah, blah, blah. Okay, so now, visualize the gym. What do you see? Without spoiling it for you, I'm pretty sure there's a high chance that you envisioned, first of all, a bunch of cardio machines, maybe some weight machines. But the cardio machines always, for some reason, seem to be front and center in a lot of gyms. Depending on the size of the gym, there will be at least one wall that is lined with treadmills, ellipticals, possibly a stationary bike, stair climber, rowing machines, those sorts of things. And if there are windows in the gym, these monotonous devices will be facing the outside world, 
so that you, you know, get some tiny scrap of feeling like you're going somewhere while you're on them. Now remember what I just said there, that little nugget of info, that they purposely place the cardio machines in front of a window so that the environment is most conducive for motivating you to do the activity. This will be important when I get to the rant. Okay, let's move on a little bit. What else do we see? The weight areas. There are usually two, the free weight areas with dumbbells, the bench presses, the, the benches, maybe some kettlebells or even a TRX. Often there are some medicine balls, some BOSUs, you get the idea. Now intermingled with all this paraphernalia are the weight machines. And these are the structures that basically hold your body in the right position and allow you to move through the range of motion assigned to that machine. And included in this group are the weight or the cable weight machines. Those are the ones that you very often see in the viral, po viral posts that are showing people who are trying to move way more weight than their body is actually capable of. And they're either swinging their body like a drunk hula hoop dancers to get the job done or literally losing grip and the whole thing comes crashing down. And if no one in the background in these gyms in these videos ever seems to react, probably because they've all been pretending this person doesn't exist for the last five minutes, or they've turned their headphones up to maximum. Whatever. This is not an episode about the different types of equipment, so I'm not going to go into this any more than I already have. I just want to paint the picture. Rows of cardio machines. Masses of space for people to lift heavy things and put them down again. This takes up the majority of real estate in a gym. Now there is a high chance of some sort of studio room or two. These are set aside as class zones like for Zumba, boot camp, spin, etc. And as long as a class is happening in that space, it's off limits to anyone not doing the class. Makes sense. Because of this, and the fact that we fitness instructors love to turn up the volume on the music, studio classrooms likely have doors and can be closed off from the rest of the gym. Again, sort of setting up the environment so that it's most conducive to the activity, right? Are you with me? Seeing all this clearly in your mind. Okay. Occasionally, there will be an area dedicated to more body weight type things. I've often seen it called core and cool down areas, maybe abs and extras, mat work area if they're being really boring about it. It's generally, it's just, it's a more open area and it's not closed off from the rest of the gym as a general rule. There might be like a half wall or something, but it's just, it's a space set aside that's a little bit more open. Very often this is where that extra tight equipment gets stored, like the medicine balls and resistance bands and things like that. Okay, there might be a pool area. There's going to be lobbies, change rooms, stuff like that, but I'm sticking more to the areas dedicated to movement for your body, right? Have I missed anything? I'm sure someone will think of something, but that to me covers the majority of gyms and the space that they dedicate to where you spend time looking after your body. We have arrived at the rant portion of this podcast. Now, have you guessed it yet? The title might have sort of given something away. I did say this is about stretching. I've been talking about all these spaces dedicated to various different activities.
activities of movement you can do for the well-being of your fabulous body. In all of that rambling, was there any space set aside for you to focus on stretching? No, with capital N-O's and a whole bunch of exclamation marks. No. Now, I have been aware of this for years, but the older I get, the more my body needs to stretch, the more my mind overheats at hypocrisy, the more this bothers me. And again, I dare you to ask any gym employee or owner, any fitness instructor or personal training, where they would rank stretching and mo mobility in terms of importance when it comes to looking after your physical body. Most people are going to tell you that it's sort of, a, fitness is like a tripod. There's the cardiovascular system, there's the, the muscles that you want to build up, and the stretching, the flexibility, the mobility. These three things are all like a tripod of a stool. You can't take one away. They are of equal importance to each other. So again, ask them, is the stretching, the mobility, is it less important, more important, or equally important to cardio and weights? And if any of them say flexibility and mobility are less important than cardio or weights, A, don't hire them, and B, they're wrong. <laughs> sure. Yes, yes, yes. You could argue that it depends on your goal. Everything depends on your goal as to where your main focus is going to be. But here's the thing. Everything, again, I'm putting that in capitals, everything that your body does in terms of cardio and weights, it will do better when you have good mobility. It will do it for longer when you have spent time on recovery movements instead of just push, push, push until everything breaks down, meaning you're going to be able to do cardio and weights far longer into your life if you have dedicated good amounts of time to the stretching, to the flexibility, to the mobility, to the recovery movements. Stretching, flexibility, mobility, they're the, it's like the difference between driving your car without ever getting an oil change or taking the time to make sure all the fluid levels are up, the lubricant's cleaned, all the hoses are uncrinked and uncracked. You can see the difference this would make to the longevity of your car, to how well your car is actually able to function and do its job. And what if your goal is actually to be more flexible or to move with more ease and less pain? That's like nobody puts that up there as a goal that's on equal standing as say running in a marathon or something. And I shouldn't say nobody, but but we don't often think of that as a fitness goal, but why wouldn't it be? Being more flexible, moving with more ease, having less pain, these are all side effects of spending time with the stretching type movements, activities. Why should that goal be less important than building muscle mass? At the very least, all these goals are equally important to your overall health. And anyone who understands fitness will back this up. And yet, and yet, where are the fucking dedicated stretch spaces? I am begging someone 
to get in touch if your gym has a space that is set aside solely for the purpose of stretch, mobility, foam roll, meditation, a recovery zen zone. Because they need to be applauded and called out for their awesomeness if they have set this space up. And I don't mean as like part of a different space. I will get into that. I mean a space that that is its only reason for being in the gym is as this recovery zen zone. And nobody else co-ops it for anything else. That's what the point of this space is. That's all it is used for. I also don't mean like a yoga studio or a gym that just does fitness classes. I mean a gym that has the cardio machines, it has the weight machines, maybe it has the classes, maybe it has the pool, and that it has an area 100% meant to entice you in so that you spend time on the thing that is equally as important as the cardio and weights, or so they would have you believe, or so they would say to you. Please, if your gym has that, please let me know. I would love to know. Remember way back at the beginning of this episode when I said the part about the cardio machines being in front of the windows was important? Here's why. It is common for gyms to say that the core and more areas that I mentioned, those open spaces or the studio class spaces, are where you can stretch. And to that I say, oh no, 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 you don't, you can't, no. Again, it's a secondary, second thought, afterthought space for your stretching. And if we're going to say and tell people that stretching mobility is equally as important as the cardio or weights, why does it not have its own space? Why does it have an afterthought space that is not set up to help you do more of that thing? So they'll set up the cardio machines so that the environment helps out, but stick people in these secondary areas to stretch while telling them it's just as important as the go, go, go activities. I feel like I have just repeated myself. I've gone on repeat, but this is a rant. This is me getting all up in my head about this. And you know what? In this day and age, there's an argument to be made that the time spent slowing down. Oh, I've got some weird thing going on here. Um, the time that's spent slowing down is legitimately more important than the time spent stressing our bodies. And if you listen to my last episode, you'll know that I am a fan of stressing your body consensually and appropriately through exercise. But that breather afterwards, the time spent slowing down, that afterwards, dare I say it, is essential for most of us in today's world. And yet, where do you get to stretch in a gym? I mean, heck, there are some gyms where literally all you have is a stretch machine, because yes, there are these machines, and they're set right in the middle, usually, of all the other weight machines and things, and that's it. There's one, and you can sit there and do some weird sort of stretches on that right next to somebody else that's doing their, their chest flies or pull-downs or some such thing. You don't get a place where the environment is designed to help you get the most out of the activity, which you do get for the cardio and the weights, right? You get maybe a more open area, like that core area where the person next to you could be grunting through their plank jacks, their push-ups, their crunches. 
the noise of the cardio machines and that cable machine crashing down from the viral video, those are still audible. And because it's an open air area, like open to the rest of the gym, and air famously mixes all together in open areas, the temperature is the same as the rest of the gym. And that temperature is cooler than what is comfortable for being still. The temperature is set for people exerting with the godlike status activities of cardio and weights. We are prioritizing the cardio and weights and very much devaluing, deprioritizing the stretching. So no, an open core area does not say, we truly believe your stretching recovery time matters to your health. It's an afterthought. And what about those studio spaces? Because that's also the other common cop-out that you get with gyms. You can stretch in there. Well, no, most of the time you can't because there is a class in there. And even if you can, the temperature is still set for people who are sweating it out on a spin bike. And the space is still filled with equipment that's at rest while you are not. And both of those spaces lend themselves to you feeling guilty, maybe, that you didn't work as hard as that person over there sounds like they still are. Or the equipment itself sits there and seems to taunt you, like, you didn't sweat today, what right do you have to be stretching and recovering? Because here's the other thing. I can do a bodyweight workout at home. But sometimes I go to the gym to use all the same stuff that I have at home just because the environment is set up to motivate me to actually do that thing. There are no other distractions. There's no distractions like dishes in the sink, or toddlers in my tampon cupboard, or dogs that think that planks are an invitation to lick my face, or spouses who think I look sexy in my shorts and <laughs> I have a great workout idea we can do together. So why would I not go to the gym just so I could stretch properly too? Because if it's as important as all the fitness people say, then there should be a space set aside for it. We all know that setting up your environment to help you achieve your goals is huge, whatever you're looking at. If you're trying to cut back on cupcakes, you try not to have cupcakes as the easiest thing to reach when you're hungry. You set the environment up to help your goal. And nothing against cupcakes. Love me a good cupcake. If you're trying to reach a deadline on a work project, you turn off the notifications on your phone and you put some coffee shop sounds in the background. You set up the environment to help you reach your goal. So why the fuck should something as important as stretching be put in an environment that does absolutely nothing to motivate you to chill, to zen, to be still and to be comfortable with it? It's hard for us to be still at the best of times. Why are our gyms not helping us to do that? If a gym was putting any weight, pun intended, behind their claims that stretching is on par with the glorified aspects of fitness, they would have a space just for that thing, the same as they do for cardio and resistance work. So here's what I think is the bare minimum requirements for this so far, non-existent area that I'm aware of. A closed off from the work areas space so that the, the sights and sounds of the rest of the gym are not intruding. That's number one thing. The temperature in that room would be slightly warmer, like conducive 
to being still, potentially after you've sweated, which will maybe get a little bit chilled, right? But it's a warmer temperature, which is going to help your muscles stretch, but also help you just be comfortable being still in that space. And the third thing that I think is essential, bare requirement, bare minimum requirement, no extraneous equipment lying around that, that is not part of a stretching routine. Because aside from it just being visually distracting, you would also get people coming in and out to grab that equipment. That's not conducive to the being calm, still, and zen. So that's the bare minimum. Ideally, this space would also have warmer, calming colors. Maybe some plants or some nature-type paintings. Anything that says, come in here, take a breath, zen. I 100% guarantee if there was a space like that available in my gym, I would be 1000% more likely to include more stretching time into my routine. As it is now, it's like you try to find a corner where you won't be stepped on, no, don't really have enough room to stretch out properly, you're trying to tune out the bustle behind you, and maybe getting chilled because you've been sweating and it's cooler in the area you're in, and I pretty much decide within two minutes that, you know what, I'll just stretch at home. And then I don't. Because when I get home, there's the distractions. So if you do all of your workouts at home or outside and you don't belong to a gym, do you have a dedicated stretch area? If you have areas that are dedicated to the cardio and the weights or whatever it is you might have at home, do you have a space that is more enticing that asks you, offers, invites you to do the stretching, to do that equally as important leg of the fitness tripod. And if you don't, this is not to call you out and say you're a horrible fitnesser, but just to get you thinking, maybe I would be more likely to do this if I set the environment up to make that more conducive, to make that more enticing, to make that more inviting. And yes, I am calling out all the gyms. Do better. I mean, your home is your home and whatever, that's one thing. But people who are in the business of promoting fitness and helping people with their overall physical health, they should know better. How long have gyms been in existence? Google says as far back as ancient Greece. But the first YMCAs were in the mid-1800s. Google also says that we first started really understanding the benefits of stretching in the 18th century, which is before the YMCAs. And yet here we are, 200 fucking years later, and the people who make money off of having space for people to fitness, to exercise, to work out, to look after their physical bodies, still do not prioritize this very needed movement practice. Off the top of my head, four reasons that it is really vital to stretch, and this is not an ex exclusive or, I don't know the word exactly I'm trying to say, maybe exclusive is it, but this is exhaustive. This is not an exhaustive list. list. This is just four things that come to mind right off the top of my head. Four reasons to stretch. Increasing your range of motion, increasing blood flow in your body, reducing back pain, reducing stress. No biggie, right? When gyms do not offer a proper space beyond an insulting second thought space to stretch, 
they are really sending a message, don't you think? So I ask again, tell me the name of your gym that does take stretching space seriously, because I'm sure there must be some that exist, but I'm also sure they are the exception to the rule. And I strongly doubt that you're going to be able to tell me a franchise that looks out for your stretching habits. But again, prove me wrong, please. What do you think? Should we all be putting pressure on our gyms and asking why they tell us stretching matters, but then make it as hard as possible for us to do it, let alone to want to do it? This is a rant that I have been wanting to put out there for a long time. It has felt great getting it off my chest. Thank you for listening. Would love to know your thoughts. If you are suddenly finding yourself riled up at this injustice that has been sitting under our noses for so long we don't even see it, consider sharing this episode with a friend so that you can rant together. Maybe you can make some protest signs while sitting in a forward fold stretch and then reach to the side and hit the follow and notification bell on this podcast so that you stay connected and hear more episodes. FYI, this is episode 41, so there are 40 previous episodes that you can binge if you're new. It also, more importantly, means that the next episode is number 42. Now, you may not know why yet, but 42 is an extremely important number. It is the answer to life, the universe, and everything. So I am feeling the pressure for the next episode, and I fully intend to make it epic at least as epic as a cup of tea after being tortured by alien poetry readings. And I realize that's only funny if you actually know the inside joke, but come back for the next episode and I will fill you in. For now, get in touch with your thoughts on this episode, this stretching rant. Let me know if this is something you have consciously thought of, been aware of before. Let me know if this is something that now that you're seeing it, you can't unsee it and you're like, what the fuck? Let me know if you disagree for any reason. And definitely let me know if, again, you have a gym who, a gym that has the cardio, that has the weights, and has the space set aside for stretching. Let me know who they are. They do deserve a shout out. Um, yeah, so yeah, get in touch with your thoughts on this episode. And no matter how unfair life might feel, remember this. You're still on. Keep riding.